You're listening to A Thousand Words, where we finally give a photo what it deserves. Each week, we choose one photograph and discuss the backstory, the tools used, and most importantly, the creative process. like stayed in on a Saturday night shocking and um just got inebriated and uh was watching a movie or something it's like 1 30 and um I'm like sitting in my bed watching this show and I hear the like little like click 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 and I like look over and there's like this 75 pound brown Labrador retriever standing in my doorway. And I like, we don't have a dog. <laughs> so I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. I like couldn't have been that messed up to like think that this thing wasn't real. You know, I wasn't yeah, like yeah. losing, but it like comes and jumps on my bed and it's like very nice. And it just like starts playing around, and again yeah. it's like two in the morning, one thirty or something. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is like amazing. <laughs> like it went to like being kind of freaked out to being like, oh my god, this There's is a fucking weird. dog that yeah. loves me. Yeah, in my bed with me right now. It was so cool. Uh, found out like uh, half an hour later after hanging out with this dog. I like kind of just like gave up on. Um, trying to figure out what happened i guess (laughs) but my roommate had like brought somebody home who had to like they wanted to go home together but he they she had to go pick up her dog first so that it wasn't she could take it out in the morning or something Mm -hmm. yeah and apparently they just got home and like let it loose in our place and (laughs) i didn't hear him come home or anything so (laughs) there's just a giant dog that was like one of my fondest memories that's amazing as a human yeah <laughs> that's an amazing story and that's transitions nicely into our podcast today yeah. about dogs <laughs> and weird situations weird situations <laughs> so yeah yours is uh i don't think you told me the story about did you say it was um randy's <laughs> Randy's, yeah. I don't know. What I was like going back and forth of whether I wanted to reveal the whole story because uh, this is like a place we go every year. It's like our secret spot. Mm. It's like, I can say it's in like North. I mean, it's Randy's. You could Google it probably. You don't have to tell me. That's fine. Not you. I just don't want uh, our like thousands and millions of fans. To come and ruin our secret spot for, yeah. I don't know. But anyways, so every, it's my half birthday, which is very important. And it's also my friend's birthday. So we <laughs> we go up there every June 1st. And it's like kind of in the boonies. And Northeast Iowa has like those, like, they're bluffs. So it like looks. Decora. Yeah, it's in Decora. It's out. It's somewhere around Decora. It would take some searching, um, but 
yeah great place we go out there and camp and fish and um they have some the campground has like um kayaks that you can rent Mm -hmm. and they'll like drive you up river like you can either go for like an hour and a half or a three hour or like a five hour or some shit but um so randy's um yeah this is a trip we make like every year so i've shot it the last three years um yeah this will be a third but um so i guess to jump back i did actually meet randy once the randy like the first year we went there i had taken my like ae1 out on the river when we were coming back it's like a beautiful day i was like a little hesitant to take it out on a kayak but also i didn't know what was going on so everything's great i'm like shooting from the kayak i was like oh this is gonna be amazing like these are fun shots and uh like out of nowhere this huge storm is coming up behind us and it's like super dark and we're like that looks bad we got about a half an hour left and uh though it starts like downpouring behind us and i mean i can only assume like all the water just like started rushing up stream so we started going really fast like really quickly and we ended up like getting caught on this branch that was like sticking out like a tree had fallen over and the water was moving so fast we couldn't like divert it so our canoe goes underwater i'm with a friend who's not like very good at swimming you could say it's not like uh didn't have his sea legs so and then the, the storm finally catches up to us so we're like our boat's underwater my camera's underwater i like dive and get my camera so the <laughs> the boat's underwater i grab all my shit presuming I, it was in like a water sealed bag but um it still ended up getting fucked basically and uh so we're like trapped there's like nowhere you can walk out because it's like a bluff you're in like this yeah think of the grand canyon but like a hundred times smaller yeah but you still there's like nobody where to go because these yeah. bluffs are so probably like i don't know 100 200 foot tall yeah so you can't like walk out and there's just like weeds and shit all over i'm literally in like uh just like a pair of shorts and yeah. have flip-flops on <laughs> no shirt <laughs> um so we're basically stranded thankfully our other friend was in uh like a smaller kayak and i had my phone was like on one percent and i called and uh kind of like got this like felt like jurassic park you know like when shit went bad and uh our friend's like okay i'll go back and we'll go get help so it takes like three hours to get where we were at yeah and he's going back so that takes another half an hour so we're like it's the sun's almost going down we're like freaking out i ended up getting a call through but it was like very like so i like don't even know if this person heard me and um so we're probably standing out there for like an hour and uh everything kind of clears up and the sky parts and we see this like really old dude (laughs) canoeing down the river and we're like wave and we're like hey hey he he, like doesn't really even say anything and uh like kind of rolls up and he's like you guys lose your kayak like 
yeah how'd you know he's like oh we got the call i was like oh my god and uh this old dude probably sorry if you're listening to this randy i don't know how old you are but it seems like life's been rough (laughs) but he like goes and pulls out the kayak from the water apparently there's like a specific way you do it and uh rolled us back it was crazy um so that's my first Randy story. I just wanted to give you some backstory on Randy. He's just like literally an old dude that owns this. It's like an old bar that like is in the middle of this campground, like 30 miles out from Decor, essentially. Oh, gotcha. So always an interesting time, but that's like always a story we like come back to because it was like very traumatic in the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like very shook up because we like didn't know where the hell we were and it was getting dark and whatever but um this round it was much less tragic (laughs) (laughs) we were like getting pulled out to uh go do the kayaking thing again Mm -hmm. and um we're like (laughs) going down the interstate and uh and i you hear like this we heard like this rumbling coming up behind us and it's like clearly a motorcycle and as it like buzzes by it's like this dude on a diaper a diaper <laughs> diaper so it's a gentleman who has is this, issues with is his this bowels. man with a in a diaper yeah, i've never heard of like rumbling is, on it. <laughs> just a guy in a diaper just screaming there's a guy oh, in a, a dirt a bike visual. <laughs> It was a man on a dirt you have, bike. Did you just have a Freudian slip? <laughs> well, now you know my thing. That's a good good visual. <laughs> it was a guy on a dirt bike, so I like glance over as he's passing us on the highway, and he's got a dog like standing up on the front of it. Oh yeah, and it kind of looks like the dog is driving, and I like pull my camera up, but I only have like a thirty-five on it, and he's like booking it, and buzzes past us, and I was like, "Did you guys just see that?" <laughs> it looked insane, and the driver was like, "Oh yeah, that guy is like buzzes around here all the time." I was like, "Does he usually have his dog?" This seems incredibly unsafe. I don't yeah, know. maybe that's a common thing in the motorcycle world but it, i've never seen that it seems like it shouldn't happen yeah. like the dog could have fallen car. off get a side car yeah exactly like cage so it can't yeah like that. that dr seuss book yeah uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that really stuck out in my mind obviously i was like i mean didn't expect to see this person ever again uh, and but yeah he drove off into the sunset in front of us and um ended up being pretty we went down the river and it was kind of high this year and it was whatever had a good time so the next morning i like go up to like the bar area which you would love it's like a bar our dads would have brought us to when we were kids yeah like it's cash only has like the deer hunter thing game in it um has somebody crusty always sitting at the bar even at like 8 30 in the morning when i went up there yeah (laughs) so i like go up and grab a coffee and come out and to my pleasure there's 
this dog, the dog, chained <laughs> with just a chain to the dirt bike that passed us earlier <laughs> that day. <laughs> and I was like, did a spit take. And um, the owner was like sitting out on the side, like smoking a cigarette, talking to somebody else. So I like kind of walked around the side of the building. I kind of regret not just like asking this person if I could like take a picture with them and the dog and everything, but it was 8.30 in the morning and um, I wasn't in like the most uh, prime form yeah. from the night before <laughs> of like camping as, as you can imagine. But uh, yeah, so then this dog like starts barking at me and, and I end up like taking three or four shots from different angles, trying kind of trying to get the owner in. Mm -hmm. I had the range finder, so it was like relatively quiet. Um, but I was like, I gotta get this shot. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, ended up being uh, pretty well lined up. It, I, I wish I could have, yeah, had like a gotten closer or like I said, interacted with this guy, but I really enjoy how this photo lined up and everything. Um, it was like quite difficult <laughs> getting like the chain to show up. Like I really wanted to see how it was like attached just because to the bike. Yeah. yeah. It was just like a, such a strange, wonderful visual, like such a nice representation of what Randy's is. Um, <laughs> so dog chain to a dirt bike. Yeah. Sounds like a, like indie rock band or something. Yeah. <laughs> so is that Randy's then that's, the bar yeah this that's the bar itself there um yeah it's like right there and then right behind it is basically another giant tool shed and then like hundreds of kayaks basically that he like you. they attach this big ass van to and like pull them out but mm -hmm. um yeah it's quite remarkable i love it it's like one of my favorite spots now and you can like there's places yeah, I like to go fish around there, and it's just kind of stinky and feels untouched, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, a little bit no-rules situation, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, it feels like being in a small town type of thing. Like, yeah, oh, I just got to make sure you're being smart. <laughs> and then a bunch of you, you city boys come in and ruin it. Now it's I, a bunch of tourists. From, yeah, probably. I, that's definitely how we feel when we go into that bar, but... Um, uh, we, we didn't go get a go last year with COVID stuff, but that didn't stop a lot of them from going in there. <laughs> what is a mask mandate? <laughs> it's a weird time, too, because it was like June 1st, so it would have been like a month and a half from when everything shut down. Yeah. And, yeah, definitely nobody was wearing masks in that yeah. bar at that time. And yeah. we, like, rolled up, and it was still like a political statement to be wearing one at that point and yeah uh, yeah it was nothing bad happened we we still had a great time and we just didn't get to like go and eat and drink in the bar which is kind of a bummer but yeah this is i'm so glad that one of these came out the first like two frames before this uh you couldn't really see the chain at all it just like it looked like a dog standing at next to a motorcycle oh. which also fine but um it's I've, just cool that it's chained. Yeah, wheel. and it's just like a thick, <laughs> giant, just like this big ass chain. Like, yeah. <laughs> why wouldn't you just get like a normal a leash, leash or something? Yeah. 
make so. him look tough yeah exactly but yeah all around a, a strange fun place yeah <laughs> which is uh i guess what leads us into your photo ben strange Speaking and fun of... is the is the <laughs> the words that i'd use to describe that so in my photo there so this is a shrine based part of a shrine <laughs> to this this farmer's dead son hmm. yeah that's where the fun part comes in <laughs> so yeah this this farm that i go to and photograph in southern iowa um pretty much every time i go down there i mm-hmm. try to get over there and take pictures because i mean like the house is burned down now mm-hmm. and it's only a matter of time before they burn this stuff down it's just like a big plot of land with yeah. this, with the, what is it again? Like a shrine to his. Yeah, it was a, so it's called the, uh, it's the Hilltop Farm, I guess. I mean, that's what um, the people who built all this stuff, they made like this wooden sign for their garage that said Hilltop Farm. Uh-huh. So um, I guess the story behind it is this couple had a son who died at a very young age and they kind of went nuts mm. i guess a little bit i think it's, it's like the beginning of a fucking horror movie you yeah know? <laughs> it kind of has those eerie yeah it looks a little eerie anyways their <laughs> and, son died. and it's uh um their son died at a young age and they kind of went nuts and this guy built like a big portion of his yard is um it has a big sign over it that's called memory lane. And so there's like a a miniature, like this, what you're looking at right now Mm -hmm. is, um, um, the church that he has like little mini church. And there's a room for maybe like, I don't know, four chairs. And then there's like a pulpit where I'm, where I stood to take the picture is where the pulpit's at. Mm. And, uh, they're like, you know, I can't remember what they're called, but those like double, image things oh, like whichever, yeah it depends on which way you're looking yeah like they, they were all of jesus and I, I just thought they were how they were okay. kind of in there it was spooky and cool so i i love how the light is like bursting through yeah. too it like looks like especially with those yeah the pictures of jesus around it. <laughs> that was my uh yeah that was the plan there um Unfortunately, the record player does not work. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Is that like a receiver in the bottom right? Yeah. Yeah. There are a bunch of records on the ground, too, like old gospel records and stuff. Oh, weird. So I think that was like it was hooked up to power so you could listen to your gospel you records in your, your dead kid shrine. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a spooky place. Um, the house before they burned it down was... Uh, it was like it was like I was telling you before, just untouched, mm. and it looked like the people who lived there just like decided one day that they're gone, they're mm-hmm. leaving, and like they just didn't take anything with them, got in their car and left. Oops. I don't know if like maybe they passed away, mm-hmm. and you know there was no family that wanted anything to do with yeah. it or or what, but like there were uh, everything was like messed up. Because, I mean, people had obviously been in there and, like, trashed it a little bit. But, yeah, um, yeah there were, like, plates in the cupboard. That wall of cat art. Like, <laughs> cross-stitched cat art. And, uh, 
like the furniture was still in there, like the plaid seventies, like scratchy fabric, Mm -hmm. um, furniture was still in there and like a wall of ceramic different thing, like cat, Mm -hmm. like ceramic cats. And they were like, I don't know, just a bunch of weird, weird, weird shit in there. Spooky. Yeah. This isn't the first time you've been there. No, no, no. This is, uh, probably the second or third time I, uh, we went there one day and, um, I took pictures with, I think the RB Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure where those are, but not a lot of them turned out. Mm -hmm. I like to blame the ghosts for my pictures not coming out, (laughs) not because I was ill-prepared and I I was using like uh, pan F (laughs) and really dark situations. Yeah. That would be kind of tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a, I get, keep getting drawn back to it because it's just like such a weird thing happened and it's in the middle of nowhere. And it's just like some guy's farmland now. Mm-hmm. And he's just like slowly <laughs> burning down the buildings and just like, you know, getting, mm-hmm. there's just a lot of places down there that are just like um, houses that are people don't live there anymore so they're just letting them rot yeah or like it's just in like a cattle yard now so like there's like a house and then you'll just like cows can go in and out of the houses and just hang out in yeah there. it's a strange energy i wish i could have seen it before the yeah. house is burnt down yeah how did you find this place um is it like a my my girlfriend's um uncle knows the guy who owns the land oh okay and uh he we were down there and I was just basically driving around looking for things to take pictures of. And, uh, he was just like, Oh, I'll take you here. And, and, uh, like this could be cool. And and then we went there and then he told me the story on our way there. I'm like, this is going to be really fucking cool. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, we did that. I think this time we went here and we didn't have the permission of the, uh, no, the first time we went there, we didn't have the permission of the, um, the guy who owns it. So he was basically like, all right, you can go in there and like poke around a little bit, look, but we need to leave quick, Yeah, you know? And, uh, the second time we, we stopped and talked to the guy and he was, he was like, oh yeah, I don't give a shit. The house house is gone though. (laughs) So that was a bummer, but yeah. yeah. First time was with my half frame and that RB. And, uh, this time was with, obviously with four by five. Yeah. So. How many shots did you take with the four by five here? I know you have a couple. Yeah, I took a one of this. I tried to get like one of each little building, but it's kind of. Um, I got to go back and figure out a way to maybe mess with the depth of field mm-hmm. a little bit and shoot it differently. But the uh, the background's super busy. Like there's just mm-hmm. a lot of like overgrown trees and yeah. And, uh, the grass is really long and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes makes things difficult too when there's yeah. like that much like noise and shit in the background of everything. What I really need to do is find a uh, like on a foggy day. Oh yeah, take pictures there. That'd be Oof. yeah. There's a uh, like another picture I took. I can't figure out what kind of animal skull it is, oh, but yeah. it looks like a cat. Uh-huh. And, uh, but, but there, yeah, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's just like, there's a lot of weird shit there. There's like a, uh, 
It's an old like chicken coop, but it's full of bones, oh. like animal bones, and it's just like it's like fucking Stephen King How shit. How does that add up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. That's the that's the cat butchering barn. <laughs> that's where he used to sacrifice cats, you know, <laughs> to try to bring back his dead son. That's why we. <laughs> that's why you have so many like farm cats, is because people like to sacrifice them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> well, they're evil, so it's okay. They're not dogs. It's not like they're dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, mine doesn't have any any animals, at least not live ones, in the story. But uh, yeah, I think uh, strange places is definitely a a good fit for that. Fun and strange. Yeah, yes. fun and strange. Uh, yeah, I uh, would love to go see this place at some point. Hopefully it's yeah. still there. Yeah. Um, maybe in the springtime or something when it warms up. Um, and if the shit's getting burned down, I definitely want to steal some of these holographic Jesus pictures because that sounds very tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Pokemon card. I actually wanted to, like, every time I saw, see them at, like, uh, uh, antique stores, I want to buy them because I thought it would be cool to, like, do a show with, like, fr- those frames. Because they, yeah. they're wired up. Um, so like there's a light on top of them. Oh, cool. I thought that would be kind of cool. At least the bottom too. <clears throat> yeah. That's but like smart. if you replace the wiring, you could have like a, like a gallery with just like lit up pictures like that. Yeah. Or just use the idea and just like, uh, make them yourself. Yeah. I was going to say, I bet do like battery operated or something. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. There's probably like small lighting stuff or something. That's gnarly. Have you... Was that like when you first got your four by five? Have you done much stuff with that? Or oh, I want to. Yeah, I mean it's such like a cumbersome situation to yeah to take into. Yeah, you but... really got to plan it out. I I thought it would be cool to do um, um, finding a few more places like this, just mm-hmm. weird weird situations like this and just like go take pictures with just like four by five just so Mm -hmm. you can get like all the detail in the shots um as much detail as possible in the shots um that and like the depth of field on four by fives is like the look of them is pretty nuts and you can mess with like the the front element like the lens element and it can you can like take things out of focus yeah that's so it's always like kind of attracted me that I, I saw one on marketplace this time last year, or I think it was like maybe March or something mm-hmm. when I, when I got laid off, I was like looking for yeah <laughs> expensive cameras, but no, I think I yeah, saw one and I kind of researched a little bit into doing some of that and you mm-hmm. would let me take a shot with yours, I think and everything, but um, Which you're welcome to do anytime if you want. Yeah, to. of course. Want... I fucked up your film that you bought. Oh, that that big yeah. pack or whatever. <laughs> I'm sure we can. I actually got that from uh, that camera shop in Chicago that just shut down this year. I think, it, unfortunately. Was there a fire, or was it just because of COVID? I think it was between like the protests and COVID and stuff. They like mm-hmm. are they gonna move it to a new location, or I don't know if people broke in and like, stole central central camera. central camera. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm so glad I got to see that place. It was like felt like a Disney movie when you walk in and oh, like yeah. stuff was like piled to the ceiling and it was like very, that's where I got that film though. Oh. Um, 
also bought like two packs of what I thought was like paper, like, uh, mm-hmm. but it was just regular backing paper. <laughs> oh. I thought it was like going to be like photographic paper. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is cheap. Yeah. It was like a box a hundred for 20 bucks or something. I was oh. like, maybe it's old or expo- whatever. Yeah. And I got it home and I, uh, like went into the dark room and realized it's just like normal paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was like kind of bummed out, felt a little stupid, but, uh, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to find that shit. Cause every time some dipshit with a YouTube channel, <laughs> looking at you guys with good YouTube channels that keep at all of you. Who yeah. <laughs> love, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, oh, I started using this camera that's cheap and Ben likes to use, and <laughs> and now he can't afford to buy another one if it's if his takes a shit. <laughs> yeah, literally the RB after I sold it like a month ago, there's mm-hmm. been three reviews on it from like yeah. the more prominent uh, camera YouTubers, and also like uh, somebody's making like well is like doing the new Polaroid back things for him. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Which is probably I have a Polaroid back. Yeah, I I feel like I messed with that at some point, and I up to this point I hadn't had any interest in doing Polaroid stuff really. I still don't. Uh, to be honest with I'm you, I'm getting there. My uh, girlfriend has like one of those Instax, like tiny ones. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun. I'd like to like if you could do that on a real camera, I think it'd be fun. And you could just scan it. I would like, like to have like Polaroid back for um, like the four by five would be super cool. Yeah, that would be neat. But they don't do that. They don't do that anymore. I guess there's that company that's trying to. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like you only get one shot per pack, mm-hmm. and it's like. I don't know. It's a ridiculous. Sounds like not convenient. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a cool idea, but it is not. You know, you have to have a lot of money. To just throw away on not throw away i guess but you know want to do that specifically yeah. yeah i like the concept i feel like even the shots i saw like with an rb actually mm-hmm. were like i don't know not super great even you know yeah. like i think it's cool you can make all the adjustments but i feel like the fun thing about polaroid is like it, the chemicals do manipulate stuff in different ways that mm. you can't control so it feels like adding more control to something you can't control. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you can, but in, in my experience with Polaroid, at least, it's like sometimes stuff will be over or underexposed. Like even if you've like metered for it or um, Mare's camera, like won't, it will not <laughs> fucking yeah. uh, expose pictures correctly. I think yeah. it's like, permanently set for low light so if you're outdoors everything's like blown out yeah we used it a couple weeks ago and um we were like indoors and it kind of worked but it's still like just so yeah that's what stresses me out but it is fun having like a physical copy of whatever right away she has like a booklet of them now and that's kind of fun callian likes hers seems like she buys another one like a different version of one before she goes on a whatever trip <laughs> yeah um which is cool i mean keep she should keep doing it i think yeah she likes doing it uh with like instax versus polaroid what i like about the polaroid is you can do the uh emulsion lift like there's mm. kits that you can buy where i don't even think you need a kit just water but yeah. um 
you basically are pulling the image off of the the plastic backing and then you can put it on like watercolor paper oh wow but it, i mean it's just a little square right? yeah but if you did like four by fives that'd be pretty yeah that'd neat. be very tight but they look kind of cool because they're uh um I guess the imperfections, like you still have the image there, but like mm-hmm. sometimes the emulsion will rip in certain yeah. spots. It just looks kind of cool, but can you remake more than one of those? When you do the emulsion lift, yeah. No, it's just, it just one. Yeah, but you could scan it. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, scan it or take a photo. Yeah. Of the photo. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Cool. 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 Fuck. Yes. I think uh, it's inevitable that I'm going to get a Polaroid at some point just for like smaller documentation stuff. Uh, but I think I'll definitely want like the bigger one, I guess. I don't I I think the Instax are just too small for whatever reason. The 6 I don't know what the like what format the 600 is. Yeah. But like what size the Polaroids are, I think those are the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I'm not want, like, sure. I honestly ones. like I haven't. I bought some of the Impossible Project mm-hmm. stuff when they like f- were first starting out. Yeah, a long, long time ago, and uh, I just haven't messed with it. It's, it's just expensive, and yeah, they like, are really for me. Expensive. It's for me. It's just too unpredictable, and I. I just prefer the look of the, I like the grain mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason why I don't shoot like slide film yeah. either is because it's that you have to be pretty fucking precise with yeah. your shots, um, which is good practice, but um, also it's just too sharp, not, mm. not too sharp, but like too uh, clean. Yeah. You know I mean? Clean looking. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's not squeaky. It's not what I'm into. I like it dirty. Dirty. I like it real dirty. This will be fun to listen back to because this will come out in like March, probably like late March, early April. Yeah. If we do like one a week. Yeah. Um. So. This is how how pre-planned all this stuff is. If you're listening to yeah. this now and <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's going great. We're really good at what we do now and yeah. um. We're professionals now. Yeah, we're probably rich yeah. at this point, and by the yeah, time you're this li- comes out, if you're out, still listening to this, well, you probably are because the content is just fucking it's top notch, dude. It's the kids say it's fire. One hundred. I showed this to a underlined uh, twice seventeen year old, and he was like, "Whoa, this is fire! This is fire! This is lit!" Yeah, that's what he said that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm he part of, I'm a part hit of me with his fidget now. spinner. Yeah, I don't even think that's something kids like. <laughs> I think yo-yos are coming back, which is that's I'm cool. pro. That's pretty cool. Pro yo, pro, pro yo-yo. yo-yo, pro yo-yo. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this was fun. The weird and wacky uh, uh, podcast. I don't. Yeah, I think we can call this one. Uh, 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 live dogs are better than dead kids. <laughs> You know, I think you said it best. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you next week. And hopefully it's sunny and bright out and we're all vaccinated at this point. Or, alternatively, (laughs) the world has ended and we're all gone.
or a robot alien or not alien. Whatever. As long as I'm gone, I'm good. (laughs) I don't have the balls to do it myself. Oh, you won't be yourself. You'll be a reptile. I already am. Oh. Reptilian. Okay. Well, in that case, maybe you will. I'm just like a... Do you think... Hold on. Here's a thought. (laughs) You know, like like how, how reptiles actually rule the world? Reptilians. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, of course. With their little, little yeah. side little eyelids. You know what I'm talking about. Classic. You, de- you definitely know. Do you think, like, that's been around for a while. Do you think they have reptilian kids who are just, like, the typical, like, uh, the the slacker reptilian Lib. teenagers? Where, where they're just like, it's like, son, when are you going to rule the world? And the kid's like, God, Dad, I don't want to do that. I want to focus on my fucking art. <laughs> I just want to go lay in the sun. <laughs> My blood is so fucking cold. <laughs> I like the concept of liberal kid reptiles. <laughs> Here's a fucking sitcom for all those conspiracies, those QAnon.